Iron Talk Radio, Season 1, Episode 3. Guys, it's your co-host, Xavier. Jeff, guys, how we doing? Let's go. Thank you for all the support, Back like always. another episode, three weeks in. Dude, I can't. We're steamrolling. It's been three weeks. We're steamrolling right now. Yeah, we are on a roll. Yeah, we're pumping through we some cool topics, guys. And this podcast is pretty cool. We don't have a guest. Um, me and G are just going to kick it old school, man. Kicking it. Yeah. Um, we're like gonna, episode one. You know, we oh, are yeah. super, super excited for today. Um, we are running so much more seamlessly now. Things have been a lot more together. So they're seeing this on a Sunday. And I hope everybody's having a great Sunday. Hope they're missing a little bit of football because I know we are. Yeah, and, um, I mean, I never watch football. So yeah, I actually have no hobbies. We were talking about that before. You do not have any hobbies. My life is so structured. You're just it's all so about the gym and work. Gym and work and family. Yeah, it's bro. a good life, but it's like also like, come on, we gotta yeah, find some fun. No, but that's where do. you come in. Yeah, guys. Some, well, yeah, I know I do. But we drop some comments. Yeah, you know, drop some drop comments. Some comments some cool leave a like. Up. Leave a follow. It goes a very long way. We really appreciate everybody who's been yeah. supporting us at the moment. And we're going to kick it off with a quote like we did for episode two. Let me hear it. And the quote would be, it is impossible for a man to learn what he thinks he already knows. I love that quote. And I'm usually and not a big very, fan of very, very true. I'm really not a big fan of motivational quotes because I think they're kind of corny. But I think that one applies to a lot of different people. Whether you can take the whole quote and apply it to your life. The thing about that quote that I really like that one of my old coaches in college used to repeatedly just say to us is that being coachable is so important and yeah. that doesn't just go for sports which we're going to get into a mm-hmm. little bit later in the podcast but being coachable in all aspects of life right. and like listening to everybody right and not getting frustrated if you're not right yeah. i think is is a really important thing and that's the main goal of this episode is going to be understanding and being aware of really who you are yeah right um knowing that when there's somebody out there there's always going to be somebody out there that you can learn from yeah and generally if you're not open to actually learning because a lot of people they get stuck in their head you know they get really hard-headed they might not think the person that like i might actually know what they're talking about yeah. when in reality you said this on the last episode but you might not actually know who you're talking to yeah you know you can be talking to the guy who looks the most rugged in the room yeah but he might actually have the most amount of have money. you ever seen those um those tiktoks and and youtube clips of the janitor or most knowledgeable of the janitor lifting weights and the all these bodybuilders oh if you yeah. haven't seen him yeah, yeah he's yeah. actually Who? really popular i forgot on that guy's name but this applies to what we we're saying because you don't expect him to be like all mm-hmm. like really strong and be able to lift all these all these weights right, right. And he picks up these huge bodybuilders weights and just bench presses it start squatting it so that guy's a beast and i know people exactly disrespect what you're him at first about. like people are yeah i mean that's that's another that's a really powerful thing too is like understanding that people are always going to hate on you they're always going to yeah. knock what you're trying to do oh, yeah, of course and it's like at the end of the day it doesn't really matter what those people think yeah it doesn't because not at all like that guy you think that guy gives a flying damn what everybody thinks no not absolutely not i wonder if he's actually a janitor but his content's pretty sick no he's a he's a power lifter is he a power lifter? yeah yeah, yeah. no i know i've seen his stuff like he's he's all about it but it's like um that's how he started like on social media yeah you know creating viral clips and stuff like that which is pretty cool it's pretty cool to look at the lance uh the perspective of him and then of the other person he's talking yeah. to because 
you understand the dynamic of the uh, the power dynamic. It's like he's below, you know, cleaning the weights and cleaning the floor, and then yeah, yeah, yeah. the person above him is just, you know, obviously in the area working and using mm-hmm. the equipment, and it's almost like below. Mm-hmm. And then he shows everybody up, which I love. <laughs> so that's my favorite part. All right, ask me ask me some of these All questions right. we got. So right let's now. get into a couple of the topics that we have today, and we want to discuss how the gym and fitness goes into other aspects of your life. Mm-hmm. Um, I want to let you start off because. I think your experiences are pretty cool. I can obviously touch upon my own personal experiences, but I want to hear what you had to say first about all your aspects of life and how fitness goes into that. Yeah, I mean, everybody's different and everybody's gonna have like, it's gonna affect everybody in a different way. Yeah, I would say, considering my experience of working with people, and then I'll touch upon myself after, but you know, I've started to notice that everybody handles different things different ways. So seeing that, Honestly, I think it also has to do with your consistency. Seeing how somebody goes into the gym in a bad mood and leaves the gym in a great mood, that can affect your whole entire day. So that's why generally I think a lot of people love to work out in the morning before work, right? Because it just gets their mind right. You know, there's a lot of studies and you guys should do your own research on it because we can talk about that for hours about just how the mind gets affected after working out. Yeah. You know, I know for myself and I know for anybody who's actually gone to the gym and really worked out and taken it just seriously enough yeah. to know that when you go in and when you come out, you're a completely different feeling person. Yeah. You know, you're much more energized and talking about how it applies to the rest of your life, yeah. right? You get 168 hours in a week. Mm-hmm. So say, for example, you're working out five, five days a week for one hour. That's only five hours, yeah. right? You get 163 hours left in your week. Yeah. What are you doing with that time in the gym to make sure that it's efficiently processing over into the rest of your life? Yeah, you probably only have like 130 because, you know, eight hours of sleep. So, Well, if you do it that way, I mean, some people really like to sleep like yeah. some people like to sleep like 12 hours a day yeah. like that's crazy but like you know you know you know that's crazy but a lot of people you know people do it too you know and you think people use sleep as a escape mechanism absolutely yeah i know i have before I've, I've used it as an escape mechanism yeah sleeping is so that's a good question easy i mean it's so easy to just fall asleep and forget like you have responsibilities and i think it's yeah I think it's a crazy escape mechanism that people use to just sleep like 12 hours, 13 hours and go to bed late too. Because if you go to bed, the later you go to bed, the later you're going to wake up and then, Mm -hmm. you know, you cook your whole day. Mm -hmm. So it's almost like it's crazy. If you make the decision to start your day earlier, like you were saying with the gym, Mm -hmm. you're almost three times better than everybody else Mm -hmm. because they're waking up at nine, 10, 11. They've cooked like six hours already where you're starting your day and you've already processed like how many thoughts. Yep. When I already when I wake up, I have like a million thoughts running through my head. I know, mm-hmm. and like that's where the best ideas come from. So yeah. if you don't when have I'm all like, the, those ideas to to running for six hours, right. bro, you're, you're you're already behind, bro. You're yeah. already behind. Yep. And you need to have every competitive and I advantage. Think we can you can totally tie this into like what we were just the main topic, of yeah. what we were, like main question of like what things transfer over from the gym yeah. into like everyday life. Yeah. Like it's the principle of like feeling disciplined, right? Mm-hmm. And it. And it's the discipline of waking up in the morning, say for if you're going to work out in the morning, mm-hmm. waking up in the morning, making sure your breakfast is eaten, getting to the gym, like that routine, right? Making sure that you make a habit of it. And we talked about a lot about it in episode two yeah. about establishing the habits of, you know, how like crucial it is to actually go to bed at a good time and wake yeah. up early, you know? 
a lot of people, um, speaking of just like getting out of bed and starting your morning and waking up, something that I took from one of my high school psychology classes is that only treat your bed as a bed. Don't treat it as like a social hangout place for yourself and a mm. relaxation point because mm-hmm. you can do that on the couch. Yeah. As soon as you just associate your bed with going to sleep, yeah. your brain instantly recognizes that as, okay, this is just my time to decompress mm-hmm. and then I'm just going to start my day because that's all bed is used for, right? Yep. If you're up and about the whole day and not chilling in the place where you're supposed to be resting and just doing nothing right? because your brain associates your bed with just doing absolutely nothing, which yeah. is good. That's a good thing. And but if- then if you're in your bed too much, it's going to set you back so much. Yo, huge. That's huge. Yeah. Because... Like the thing is, like I've totally been in that position, especially in college, right? Yeah. When I was sleeping in, I would wake up, I would do my homework in my bed on my computer, and I was so much more efficient yeah. if I got my ass up and yeah. I went to the living. It's the room. little things, bro. It's, it's the, the little, little things. things that change that like mindset. Have you it's, ever studied in the library? Like, have you ever gone to the library oh, yeah. and done work there? Because like that's the thing, right? If you force your ass to get up yeah. and you walk into the kitchen, there's no other option than, than to cook food. Exactly. You yeah. know, if you go to the library <laughs> and you go to do your work, there's no other option to do your work. It's only in front of you. Yeah. And it's the same thing with the gym. If you go to the gym, you see everybody working out. What's your options? You don't have many. You gotta, that's you gotta why I kind of don't like. You got to force love, yourself to I go love to those places. What you just said just there that if you go to the gym, you don't have any other options. Yeah. I think a lot of people get confused about these luxury gyms because it associates relaxation, spas, yep. um, you know, all these luxury stuff that yeah, yeah, yeah. a gym really, a gym is just a set of weights, right? It's, a, it's an area where, where you work out. It's no out. different. It's no different. There's no, there's no difference. Like whether you pay $300 a month to go to a gym membership or you're paying 10, yeah. you know, it's still the weight room. You know, you still got to get to the weights. And a lot of people think also, oh, I'm going to go to this extravagant gym. I'm going to be transformed. And yeah. I'm going to, or like, it's just because you're paying more doesn't mean that you're getting more. Generally, the human body stays the same. You know, the yeah. movement patterns always stay the same. You still got to be putting in the work. And the beautiful thing about it is you don't even need a gym. Yeah. You don't need a gym to be in shape, guys. Like, you can really... Okay. Change. people had crazy transformations in COVID. Yeah. There were no gyms. Yeah. There were zero gyms. It, that, that, I think that was the really defining moment in obviously like understanding like physiques. Yeah. Right. And like also people's motivation to actually get right. Yeah. Because you either saw two people during COVID or after COVID, I should say. The people who gained weight yeah. and then like got a little like, you know, out of shape. And then also the people who like actually are unrecognizable. I love that you just said that because there's no middle ground. Everybody that I talked to. Yeah, there wasn't any. There's no middle ground yeah. for that. Everybody that I talked to, and it's so hard not to get worked up over this, is either like have imploded and just used, <laughs> used COVID as an excuse yeah. that they've gained all this weight. Yeah. And other people have used, uh, used COVID as just like a crazy motivator right. and totally transformed themselves. There's no in yeah. between. And I mm-hmm. think that just goes back to people's mindsets and motivations like we were talking about before. Definitely. Um, I want to go back to our original question and talk about what aspects of the gym and fitness go into other aspects of life. Can you think of anything else besides discipline and structure? And other than like sleep too and stuff like that. Yeah, sleep too. Yeah, so absolutely. I would say energy. Energy. Right. So my energy levels when I work out that day are way higher. Yeah. And the days that I don't work out, I'm low. Yeah. And it's kind of interesting to think about too, right? Because people generally associate going to the gym and they're going to get tired. Mm-hmm. When in reality, if I go to the gym and I work out, like I'm ready to crush it, yeah. you know? 
And I think that's just something that's a principle too. It's yeah. like, I, I was watching something earlier um, in the week and it was saying how this guy was on a Zoom call and he was calling some guy out and he, mm. was, he was saying, I guarantee you didn't even work out today. You know, no wonder you're tired. <laughs> I woke up at 4 a.m. and I worked out. You know, but I'm ready to go. <laughs> I you know? hate those people, but I love them at the same time. <laughs> Me too. Yeah, it's so I know they're yeah, right, yeah, yeah. dude. You know they're right, but it's like you don't want right. to hear them, and like that's like not like my goal. You know, to like how like our how we're gonna be communicating yeah, is yeah. because like I just don't want to be like screaming at people. You know what I mean? Because like we understand what it's like. There's no need to scream at somebody. Yeah. Because to be honest, if you just don't get it, you you're not you're not gonna get it. And right. If you are starting to get it you're going to be your biggest motivator. Yeah. And there's, there's no different. You can have role models too. Mm -hmm. And I think role models and, you know, people you look up to have a lot to go into aspects of the gym that I take to other aspects in life. Mm -hmm. There's been certain people that I've come across in my life that are super disciplined in sports that I take in other aspects of my life and right. how they deal with their adversities. Yeah. I just apply that to other aspects of my life. And I'm like, mm -hmm. okay, like if he could do this, if he can move here, start a new life. Right start a new job, don't know, he doesn't know anybody, then I can wake up in the morning and, you know, do my homework and go to the gym and eat right and pack my, pack my lunch and mm -hmm. pack my work clothes, pack really, my clothes after. I want to, like, I love what you just said. Yeah. I want to like elaborate on it, right? On you're the kind of person, if you see somebody else doing something that you know that you can do it. Yeah. I feel like there's a blockage in a lot of people's minds yeah. on trying to like, feel like they can actually do something based off of like they're seeing somebody do it and yeah. they all of a sudden I don't know if it's like jealousy or it's something along those lines yeah. to where it's like oh I can't do that I think it's jealousy you know 100%. yeah I mean or it's also like maybe not feeling completely confident in themselves or their abilities it's that too. right but like it's that too. we were put on this earth right capable of any other person that was also put on this earth yeah you know no, ma no matter what people have it's attainable yeah. You know, th those things are attainable as long as you just put in the work. Yeah. You got to put in the work. Every Everybody's vision for themselves is different. And I want to get into that a little bit. And mm -hmm. each recipe for each person is different. Like, you know, each sweet is going to taste differently for everybody. Like that magic recipe, you have to figure it out over time. If you get up and you use fitness as a motivator or say even reading as a motivator or any other life skill, you have to you have to tone it and, you know, sculpt it. Right. You, you can't just wake up one day and, and, it, and it all just click. Mm -hmm. You know, I've, I've been doing my routine now for like an, a good year and a half, two years. Mm -hmm. And I'm still like finding little areas where I can like right. fit in, you know, extra, extra stuff that I can do to make myself better. Mm -hmm. So instead of, instead of waking up and snoozing the alarm, that's eight minutes. Right. And what can I do in eight minutes? I can brush my teeth. I can go downstairs. I can put on a, a pot of boiling water I can pop a couple eggs in there mm -hmm. take a quick like 30 second shower yeah make my bed uh, dude I can do all that name I think I think that's something beautiful that the gym really does teach you yes 100%. is delayed gratification yeah and you know it's bitter in the beginning but it's so sweet at the end yeah. because you you begin to understand that that delayed gratification like you're not gonna get it tomorrow yeah. you're not gonna get it in a week you might not even get it in a month or a year yeah you know but you know that when you look back at where you were before even yeah. starting your journey, that you're going to go so far. And you got to love that journey, you know, because uh, yeah. a lot of people fall in love with the end goal. Yeah. However, you got to love the day to day. Yeah. You know, you got to, like you said, you got to start to love the day to day because a lot of people are doing something. Everybody that goes, you got to gotta establish. Why those, do people go to college? You got to, you got to establish those routines. Why do people go to college though? It's because they have an end goal. 
It's because they know that the end goal is going to be worth it. Yeah. But they can't transfer that over to every other aspect of their life. Absolutely. Why can't they do that? They're already, it's, is it because that they're not paying for it themselves or they take it for granted or they don't understand how valuable time is? I think it could, it could boil down to just being confused. Yeah. You know, people not knowing who they are. Yeah. You know, like we said in the beginning, this whole entire episode is going to be structured around people not knowing who they are really. And people just don't know who they are or where they're going to go. So they go to school, mm-hmm. right? They get a degree in something they don't even want to do. And then yeah. they graduate and they're lost, you know? Luckily enough for me, I was able to apply myself during college. And I think a lot of people who can actually really benefit from this knowledge right now that I'm about to lay down, and it's really important, that when you're in college, you're not there to party. You're not there to drink. You're not there to do any of that. Yeah. You're there to make something better of yourself. Yeah. And there's people out there doing it. And those are the people who are going to be successful because it's really confusing. go, go it's very hard. And the biggest thing for me was my major didn't help me out for shit. Yeah. I didn't learn anything in school. You want to know how I learned internships, going out into the field and actually getting the experience hands on yeah. working with people. Every single field, whether yeah. you like it or not, you're going to be working with people. Mm-hmm. Unless like you're literally I mean, in, a, in, a, yeah. in a chem lab, right? Unless you're doing that, or like punching numbers right? on the screen. Well, yeah, but you're also still, you're also, you also still need to get the job. You need to be able to communicate effectively your skills. You know what I mean? I'd say 95% of the jobs require communication as yeah. a baseline skill. Mm-hmm. And, and your brain is the most powerful muscle in your body. Yep. And if you don't, like we, like Ray said, yeah. if you don't sharpen it like a razor, it's just going to go dull. So being really, really, really sharp mm-hmm. with how you communicate yeah. is going to elevate you so much further in life. Yeah, being able to properly enunciate and transfer the ideas from your head and out from your mouth right. is such a powerful skill. Yeah. It doesn't get recognized enough. Mm-hmm. And what can you do to practice that? You can like you said, talk to a lot of people. Right. The more conversations you have, yeah. the more words you learn. Reps. The, the vocabulary that you have expands. Yeah. The more you know, books that you listen to too. I pop in my headphones at work or you know what, whatever I'm doing. I just right. listen to books now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I can only do that in certain segments of time. Yeah. Like I can only di- I know that I can only digest like an hour, mm-hmm. hour and a half of information. If I go on longer than that, I'm just going to be wasting my time. Yep. And it's like watching Netflix. Like, I th- have you ever binged a I wanna, whole series? Of course, yeah. But I want to I want to grab onto what you just said. Yeah, talk to me. We're talking about how the gym transfers over mm-hmm. concepts. Yeah. Repetition. Yeah, hundred you know, percent. The more repetition you do, the better you're going to be. You know, so. A lot of people are scared to go out and do something for the first time. Yeah. Try new things. Yep. You know, with these hobbies, we're going to get you on it. And we'll talk about, with Dude, you. That's we'll talk about that struggle. after the podcast. That's a huge struggle point of mine. And I need yeah. to work. I really we'll t- need to we'll work. Talk about, we'll definitely Yo, talk about it after the podcast. Sh- I for sure need to do But, yeah, um, need to you know, reps, establishing those repetitions. You know, you're never going to get good at something until you fail over and over and over again. Until you get it. Yep. Once you get it, you got it. And it's not going to go away. But you got to make sure that you're failing first. Hell yeah. You know? Um, next question that segments perfectly, segues perfectly into our next question is what are some internal motivators that you use during the day? You know, motivation is such an overused word. Yeah. You know, it's one of those things that it's like you hear it all the time and it's like, I don't want to hear this guy telling me to get motivated. You yeah. know, for me, and I don't even want to say discipline. 
you know, I want to say gratitude. Yeah. The things that motivate me, motivate me yeah. during the day is being really grateful of yeah. where I am. Yeah. You know, being grateful that I'm not somewhere because it could always be worse, you know. Yeah. And I'm not somewhere where I'm actually miserable. You yeah. know, I'm I'm happy. But you don't compare yourself to anybody, do you? No, comparison is the thief of joy. So how could you still be grateful for everything you have without comparing yourself to everybody else? Because I think that's a tough yeah, thing to differentiate. That is a very, very hard question. I think I it would takes say practice. It does. It takes repetition. Yeah. Absolutely. Because I, I used to be one of those people. Yeah. I used to be comparing myself, comparing myself mm -hmm. to everybody else. And I started to notice the second I stopped doing that, yeah. I became much more happy. I was miserable thinking like, oh, like... I need to look this certain way because this guy's got that, you know, I need my arms to be this big because this guy's got are bigger arms mm -hmm. than me. You know, it's like you, you have your own journey. And I think it's, that is, I think I just said it, right. Yeah. Falling in love with your own journey yeah. makes you extremely grateful for yeah. everything. I think once you start the journey, yeah, it's like, it's like a thunderstorm. It's like the clouds start to open up, right, man. Right, the right. rainbow starts popping in yeah, and the sunshine yeah, yeah. comes out and it's so great yeah. too. Cause you're your own worst enemy. Right. I really believe that. As soon mm -hmm. as you get out of your own way, the dude, only you thing stopping let, you is yourself. You let life man. unfold, and like you said, just let it happen naturally and delay gratification. Let right. people come into your life naturally, and you have to be open for it, though. Like you have to right. have a mindset every day that you are open to trying new things, and you're open to talking to new people, and you're open to new perspectives. It's just gonna flood in. It's just gonna flood in, and you guys will know. You'll you know when it happens. Right? I love that. I love that thunderstorm you know, analogy. Yeah, you know when it, it opens happens. up, but it's so it's so it's true. Gorgeous, dude. And it's a gorgeous if you thing. if you've reached that in like enlightenment in your life so far, congratulations because that's truly winning in life. Mm -hmm. You know, and that's that's what I feel yeah. at least because, you know, and I think the biggest part of it is not caring what people think of you. Yeah. Stop caring what people are gonna think. You know, own what you do, and people will respect that. Yeah. You know, and it, it ties down into like that one borderline thing of don't be a follower, be a leader. Yeah. But I don't want to say be a follower, be a leader in society. Yeah. Be in your own self. You know, lead your lead your life. Don't let anybody lead your own life. I think the little, you know? yeah, of course. I, I think what you just said, just doing little things and not having people or not letting other people's opinions impact your own. Yeah. And being your own, you know, motivator. Yeah. Some things that I do to challenge myself to instill confidence mm -hmm. is like do things that I'm like really awkward doing. Like posting stuff um, online, like doing this podcast. Not a lot of people can talk and right. let their opinions just Me flood too. out, right? Yeah. So every time you do that, you're expanding your, your stress level. So as soon as you just do stuff that you know, you're stressed out about or do little things, you mm. expand your internal stress meter. Right. And once you get to the top, dude, you can have you any have sort of conversation. For it. Yeah, you, you, have you, can, you can tolerate stressful things yeah. and it really not matter that much. Mm -hmm. So things like, uh, like asking your boss for a raise. Right. That's a stressful conversation. You're going yeah. in and he's in a position of power over you mm -hmm. and you're trying to demand more from him because of the work you're doing. And you have to clearly state why. You can't just go in and be like, hey boss, like I need an extra 50 bucks an hour. I need an extra 10 grand a year. Okay. The first yeah. question is he's gonna ask is why do you deserve that? Right. And you have to say why. Mm -hmm. You have to be confident in that. And I think doing little things that challenge yourself each day, expanding your stress meter, I yeah. think go into stuff like that. It doesn't right. have to be exactly that, like mm -hmm. that example, but and stuff if you're, like that. 
and it's I think it ties down into either you're going into life with a head on fire mm-hmm. or if you're scared. Yep. You know, and you'd rather choose comfort. Yeah. And it's okay to choose comfort, right? But not if you want to find success. Yeah. It's not it doesn't work. Yeah. Those two things don't fit together. Mm-hmm. Comfortability and chasing your goal. Yeah. They're polar opposites. I think once you feel uncomfortable, then you know you're yeah. actually in the right direction. Exactly. Like with this podcast, yeah, it's not successful yet, but it's going to be there because right. we manifest that shit every day. We like do. This, it's going to get there. Yeah, but we could talk about that too. Yeah. You know, um, I talk about this all the time with really, really knowledgeable men. Yeah. You know, guys who are really, really experienced and you guys should really do your own research as well. You know, dive down that rabbit hole. You know, we can only point in the direction, yeah. but it's your choice to really dive down into it yeah what i want to say is if you are consciously saying i'm going to be great today we're consciously i think two energies directed at one source is actually more powerful than one right that's another thing but saying that we're going to be really good at this podcast today you know it's going to be good it's going to be a good day you know, we, we say What's to the first thing that we, like, other, when it's pod yeah. day, it's like game day. Yeah. And I used to play soccer in college. But, it's like, yeah, yeah, wait, I text wait. you and it's like, it's pod day. Yeah, yeah, it's pod day. It's game day. It's game you know, day. it's because you subconsciously, you're not even thinking about what goes into it, but it's, your mind is doing it on its own. Yeah. You know, so it's like, that's what I think manifestation is. It's like your mm-hmm. subconscious. It right? really does work too. Yeah, it, it does. People that are right. skeptical of it. Yeah. Try it one time. Yeah. If it doesn't work, try it and again. It, and it ties into the gym. You know, um, I always reinforce positive self-talk to all of my clients because say, for example, you're like, oh, I'm going to have a bad workout today. Or you're like, oh, maybe I'll actually still feel fat when I, um, yep. when I get done with the day. You know, look at yourself in the mirror and tell yourself, I'm going to be the best shape of my life. I'm going to make a change in my life. Like, look yeah. at yourself. You know, the only person who's real enough to do that is the people who actually see results. Yeah. You know, I think results, um, results are a weird thing because they won't come when you want them to come. Mm-hmm. And as soon as you start demanding results, you're never going to see them. Yeah. So it goes back to what you said about falling in love with the journey. You can't be a freshman in college at orientation and want to graduate in two years or one year. You know, it's not going to happen for 99% of the people. Yeah. So I think it goes back to the gym and fitness, which ties into so many more aspects in life. A healthy mind is a healthy body. So we can get into the mind stuff at a later date, but just going yeah. back to... And we will, trust me. Yeah, Stay yeah. tuned for these later episodes because we are going to take a deep dive into the mind. Yeah, we, we have some cool guests just kind of segueing a little bit. We're preparing really hard to dive into some really cool topics. So we're not yeah. diving into them on purpose because we're preparing to dive into them. Exactly. So we're not just trying to yeah. talk about it without actually properly preparing for weeks and weeks and weeks. On yes. It. So we're doing a lot of work behind the scenes to give you cool content that we can actually um, feel comfortable putting out there. Mm-hmm. It's going to be it's going to be magical. But anyway, <laughs> that's that's that, that's literally <laughs> tying in. Dude, that, dude, you guys just saw it live yeah. <laughs> too. It's like that is the conscious of it's going to be magical. Yeah, you know because that's how like that's how it's going to be. You know, there's no other option in the universe other than what we're putting out. Yeah, you no. know, it, yeah. God, so let, let's 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 stay on topic. Let's, all right, let's let's because I feel like all of those things that we just discussed really do tie into the gym. Oh, of course, dude. You know they do. Delayed gratification, repetition. You know manifestation, manifestation. Seeing yourself positive self, seeing yourself the way you want to see yes. yourself, and not 
how everybody else perceives you. Yes. I think that's huge. So key of life. Yeah. Because comparison is the thief of joy. Yeah. And I think a lot of people... I nailed that into my head. I think sports are really weird with that, though. Yeah. Some, you know, some coaches, some coaches will compare you to other players. Right. And it gets ingrained in you from an early age. Right. And I think that's the one thing where Mm -hmm. if I was a coach, I wouldn't compare anybody else to you know, another player mm-hmm. where it's tough. It's tough to do that though, because in college and even in professionals, you are comparing people cause you have a roster. Like right. when, when I was getting I recruited, think, this is actually a really yeah. cool story. When I was getting recruited, I went to my, um, to my friend's school, air force, and he was on a recruitment trip and the campus was beautiful. If you've ever been to air force, um, it's in Colorado and it's gorgeous. So we walk into the coach's office after like this long tour and my friend is a very, very good soccer player. And there's this board, bro. There's right. this board from one to maybe 200. Right. And it's a list. It's a roster of players. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's a, it's like a board. It's like if one player doesn't commit, another person gets bumped up. Mm-hmm. If one person gets injured, another person gets bumped up. So you're constantly getting compared. But how do you understand that people are comparing you because there, you there know, is a comparison in jobs I've, while succeeding? Because right. I think that... Is where I've, I've worked. I want to ask you about. Yeah, uh, definitely. I could talk about the sports world. I've worked with a lot of professional professional athletes. Yeah, and I've worked with people who have always been at the top, and the people who are at the top never look at those boards. Yeah, they don't it because it ties all the way back into that self talk. They already know they're the best. They're walking into the, onto that field saying, "I'm the best. Yeah. I know I'm the best." And I'm going to prove it. Yeah. No, no person who's there can ever deny that. Yeah. You know, and if they do deny it, they just don't want you to know that. Yeah. Because they got the sauce, you don't. Yeah. You know, and they don't want the sauce to be taken, you know. So it's like magic sauce. The magic sauce is bad. We are the magic sauce. So. Little intermission. Jumping over to our next question, which I I love this question that we put together. Mm. I want to know what your first six months after you finished college was like, after you graduated. So the minute that you got your diploma, what was the first six months after that like? I want to hear yours. Mine was, um, it was a really stressful time period for me because I was figuring out, I was figuring out myself because you ask yourself all these questions on purpose, by the way. As soon as you hear all the people speak and you hear Mm -hmm. all these speeches right after graduation, you have these thoughts in your head of, who am I? What do I want to be? Because they're talking about like, oh, you're going to move on to all these successful things. And that's great, but they don't give you any roadmap on how to do it. And a lot of people for college, like myself, um, you have to figure it out. And I got a, so I got a job at, um, at Nordstrom and I was the men's shoe manager. And the experience wasn't, wasn't what I thought it was going to be at all. And so it was commission and salary, which I loved. And I also didn't do my research on the position. I applied to maybe two or three jobs. And I took the first job that stuck out to me. Got it. So I did do some, some things well, which was I reached out to my former boss and let him know like my graduation date. And I followed up. And I did that really well, the follow-up process and reaching out to my previous bosses. So I will give myself props where it is deserved. Okay. But I took that job without applying to any other job and compare, comparing it. So... I was still in school too. Right. So I took this job in October. I graduated in December. 
Um, and I didn't even walk till May. So I had this job right when I graduated and I graduated, like I said, in December and maybe four days after I finished my last final, I was working. So I didn't give myself any time to relax and recover and enjoy yeah, my me neither. achievement, I was the same which I regret doing. Yep. I regret doing. And people saying, oh, you got to work right away and you got to make money um, like right now. It's all just external factors and yeah. external pressure yep. that has nothing to do with your situation. I've, I've heard a lot of people say that. Um, be careful about jumping right into work after college because yeah. you are burnt out after that. I was burnt year. out. I was burnt you know, out. Um, for me, I, I kind of have a different story in the way that I'm very similar on how I had my job before I graduated. I applied and I got my training job yeah. right out of college. Like it was the same week that I graduated that I came into working. Yeah. However, like I said earlier on in the pod, I've had internships since I was a high schooler. Yeah. So knowing like kind of a small trajectory and I had such a big spider web of all these things co combined together yeah. to when, when I graduated, I knew that I can get my job right away. Yeah. And you know, yeah, I was a little stressed out in the beginning, but I'm actually really grateful that I was able to do it. Oh yeah, because, I wouldn't have changed anything. Because I, yeah, because I was so ready. Yeah, I was so ready to finally just start making money. Because yeah. as an intern, Same I mean, too. it depends was, on the internship. Really yeah, it depends on the internship. But I wasn't making any money in the fitness industry. Um, people who you guys got to know this: if you want to come into the fitness world and you want to be a trainer, you know, you want to be a coach, you got to know that you need internship experience, you need work experience before you can be a trainer. You need a shadow. You need to have hours. That's a big three, but you need to also know that you're generally not going to be getting paid. Yeah. You got to know that. And you got to do it because you love it and you have it from the bottom of your heart. Money's a confusing thing when you first get out of college because yeah. you haven't had it. So even the slightest taste of it could, you know, mess up your brain on terms of like what you actually are capable of yeah. achieving. Mm -hmm. So I got out of college, like I was saying, and I took this job. And it, it was really cool. It's not like I'm selling luxury shoes on a $8 million shoe department. Mm -hmm. And I was one of the three managers on the floor, mm -hmm. which is a really cool opportunity. It taught me a lot about leadership skills, management, structure of products, and how to display stuff in a very nice way. Um, making right. schedules and stuff, which is cool. It's all stuff that I took, took towards me. Yeah. Um, anyway, but I knew I was capable of achieving much more. And I took the first job. And I should have taken... I'm not going to make the same mistake again. Luckily, Good. I went back to school, um, and I knew I was just capable of achieving more. Right. Because what I was doing wasn't anything of what I was capable of. I was, you know, organizing stock right. rooms mostly. It turned into me being, like, teaching a team and coaching a team yeah, yeah, and managing yeah. a shoe floor. It turned into that for the first mm -hmm. two or three, like, maybe one or two months, two or three months. And then it totally shifted to me just organizing products and right. being That's mostly, a stock, yeah, just... mostly a stock worker. Mm which I didn't like. I, I looked at myself yeah. in the mirror and you know, after long days, it's tough to really reflect. Something I'm really, really fortunate about um, when I was talking about my internships and everything yeah. like that is I'm very fortunate with people who gave me the knowledge to know that I was living at home. Yeah. You know what I mean? I, I didn't really have any stress and I made sure that I made the most out of that time. Yeah. Living at home is such a valuable if you're, thing. If you're a young individual, and you're in college and your parents are helping you get there, you don't really have a lot of liability yeah. at all. There's no overhead. Yeah. So going out and partying is the last thing you want to do. Yeah. And you got to have a balance. Yeah. You know, for me, I partied a lot in college yeah. and I learned from my mistake on that, you know, 
but a lot of people also that I was partying with, yeah. they didn't have that balance. See, I did. I, I made sure of it because yeah. my freshman year, I would party my life away. And I, was, yeah. I, I looked at myself in the mirror. This is a really defining moment in my life, actually, in my sophomore year. Yeah. And I, I said to myself, what are you doing? Yeah. You know, because in high school, you were so ready to get into college and learn and become successful, be, be something better than yourself. And then all of a sudden, I got to freshman year, hit me like a wall. I was just basically consumed by an environment of people who only cared about really going out and drinking, yeah. you know, and they didn't really want anything else for their lives, you know. And you got to be a bigger person to realize that and understand that it's okay. Those people are at that point in life, but you're not. Yeah. Make sure you're not because I'm very grateful that I wasn't. Yeah. And yeah, so having that experience and having a proper balance yeah. to my life in college makes sh- make sure that when you're yeah. out of it, you even have a better balance. Yeah. Because may- yeah, maybe that balance might not be something that you really want to do and you're yeah. going to see your friends, they're going to be partying, you know, they're going to be going out, they're going to be drinking, you know, they're going to be enjoying themselves, but you know what they're partying on, right? Their parents' dime. Yeah. You know, so don't take it for granted. Yeah. Don't take your time for granted because you're going to hit 25 and you're going to look back and you're going to regret it. Yeah. You know, ask anybody who's done it. That's why I ask think, anybody. I think going back to just a little bit of my experiences after college, the first six months. Yeah. Um, I was in that situation for a reason because I needed to see what my value was as a, as a individual, as a worker. Mm-hmm. I was also in an environment of hanging out with people that I needed to separate myself from, mm-hmm. which is really important to be able to look back and reflect. Right. I think reflecting is one of the main things that I learned over the first six months, how to communicate with people from different demographics and different yeah. cultures. I think yeah, it's really yeah, helpful. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you're not going to get anywhere in life if you don't know how to communicate, like we were saying before, mm-hmm. with people of all different cultures and demographics because they have a different way of communicating and different different styles you know yeah yeah so that's something i learned and the way that i've applied it to you know just my everyday life is just reflecting every night of little things that i can do better i think based off of all the conversations that we've had yeah and i'm i know you're aware of this and it was the same for me it was taking myself out of a situation of the people that i was surrounding myself with yeah. that i actually started to make a change you know, you are exactly a byproduct of your environment. Yeah. 100%. And if you change it, if you change it, and it could be a friend, it could be a best friend, you know, somebody that you really, really have bonded with, right? But they might be holding you back. Yeah. You know, so be extremely aware of that. And it's okay to be selfish too, though. Oh, you, yeah, know? you have to be selfish in you, everything that you do. Yeah, because you can't. You can't grow to love people unless you love yourself. Course, you know what I mean? Yeah. 100%. Dude. And it's really tough, especially growing up with like a best friend. Yeah. You know, because they know you from when you were then. Mm-hmm. But the evolution of like a lifespan is change. You're going to change. You know, you're not going to be that 16 year old, 18 year old kid. You're going to be a 24, 23-year-old guy, man. Sometimes you see that version of yourself in the mirror too, yeah. which is really hard because, yeah. you know, like you said, evolution happens slowly. Mm-hmm. So sometimes you get caught in the past mm-hmm. and you relive past tendencies and past, you know, 
past right. people. Yeah. Sometimes it, you go back to them. Right. Sometimes it's, it's good to not go back to them. Sometimes it's good to, you know, be in a new situation. Absolutely. So I think that just ties back to literally everything we were talking about in the gym because it, it teaches patience. It teaches, um, you know, you're stressing your body out every day. Mm-hmm. So you're dealing with a little bit of stress each morning or mm-hmm. any time you work out. Yeah. Some people are night people. Those people will never yeah. work out in the morning. I think something we could totally capitalize on with this is give yourself something to look forward to. Yeah. Whether it's a workout, yeah. whether it's tomorrow's work day, whether it's your dinner on your table tonight. Mm-hmm. You know, maybe it's in a month from now and you have something planned out. Give yourself things to look forward yeah, to. Yeah, goals. Goals and well, yeah, that's what different it, check mark. We can call but it, it checkpoints. But it doesn't even, yeah, I mean, it, it, doesn't, it doesn't even need to be your goals. Yeah. You know, it could be just something so small to where yeah. it's like, I did that today. Yeah. You know, I, I accomplished that. I said I'm going to do it, and I accomplished it. And those small little wins you can't think about the big one. You got to think about those small wins because mm-hmm. once you get those small wins, that's how it comes to that big win. Oh, yeah. And by the time you hit that big win, you're not even thinking about it. You're thinking about the next one. Yeah. You know, because you've already built yourself to that point with all of those small little wins, you know? Wow. Guys, um, we're going to probably end it up on that. Um, that was, that's, yeah. I, that I was agree. a great point to end it on. Um, we got a lot of cool topics next week. Holy crap, we what just time? crushed time. that pod. Oh, yeah. Um, DM right. us on social media, too. We answer all questions and yeah. you know, anything you're going through as well. Mm-hmm. We are an outlet. You know, you guys stumbled on this podcast for a reason. You guys are now part of the Iron Talk Radio family, and mm-hmm. you guys are valued, and we hear you. So talk to us. You know, yeah. Let us know we what want, you're going through we different want, experiences. We've been with a plethora of different yeah, we've emotions. Been through it all, man. We've been through everything. We've been you through know? it all. Um, I don't want to say everything, but we've been through a lot, both of us combined. Yeah. And we want to be able to express that and help people who were in similar positions. You know, we've both felt very lost in life. Yeah. And we finally found what we feel as if it's a purpose. And that's yeah. what drives us every day. And we want to help people find that. And if you're themselves. struggling to find your purpose too, be patient with yourself. Be patient, you know. Yeah. But be nice, be nice to yourself. Yeah, reach out to us though, you know. We're one DM away. We'll answer anybody and anyone, you know. We want we want to be able to help. So love you guys. Yeah, love you guys. See you next week. Much love. Thank All you right. for tuning in. Episode three is done. <laughs> Let's go. See you on episode four. Let's go, baby. Let's go.